Today I have Lindsay Driscoll on the show and she'll be talking about mother-daughter relationships. But I didn't want to not acknowledge the fathers this week. So happy Father's Day to all the fathers. And we have a wonderful blog post that we posted on our website at RaisingChristianKids.com. We are so thankful for all the fathers out there who provide for their families emotionally, spiritually, and financially. And of course, we always give thanks and praise to our Father in Heaven who provides for all our needs. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I have Lindsay Driscoll, mother, author, and speaker. And she has helped lead educational awareness trips to Guatemala and has directed Villages of Hope, a nonprofit supporting former foster children and homeless youth in transitional independent living. She loves encouraging families and following Jesus and his words to love God and love others. Lindsay is the author of Beautiful Hearted Women of the Bible, a creative mother-daughter devotional. Welcome to the show, Lindsay. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what encouraged you to write this type of devotional book? Sure. So I have triplets that are turning 11 on April 1st and have been married almost 15 years. So, you know, once my girls got into kindergarten, I had this vision when they were reading Disney princess books. And I just, I don't know, I had this moment where I just really longed for them to want to read about women in the Bible and want to imitate them women who loved God and loved others and wanted to follow Jesus and make a difference. And that that's really when Beautiful Hearted Women of the Bible, the title went through my mind. And, you know, it was really cool once I started reading these stories to my girls, hearing them say, I want to dress up like Esther. And so that was the goal of what, what started the dream. And I also used to teach. I used to teach fourth grade in the middle school. So I have a big passion for just capturing kids' attention. And I felt like some of the books I read to my girls, they were just lose, would lose interest or I was teaching at them. And I'm really, I love questions. Jesus asked almost 80 questions in the book of Luke alone. He's also asked a lot of questions for growth and reflection. And I, I wanted my girls not just to hear, this is what you believe, but this is what the scriptures say. And, you know, what do you think about that? Why do you think God loves you? Why do you think God wants you to follow him? So I integrated reflective and imaginative questions within the scriptural stories. So it allows our daughters to just pause for a minute to think about it for the story to stick and to grow in their faith and just to connect with each other. That's another sweet spot about it. (laughs) Yes, I love that. You know, open-ended questions. It it Mm. starts a dialogue, a conversation, and you can bring Jesus into the conversation then and stories about Jesus and, and everything in the Bible p- points to Jesus. So we want to connect yes. our children's hearts and minds to Christ. Can you tell us what is unique and specific about your devotional book compared to other devotional books? One of the things I think is unique to my devotional is the daughters in action prompt that I have in each devotion. So it's a really simple way to bring your faith into action. For example, in the story of the five sisters, 
when they weren't going to get their land after their father died, they went to Moses and they said that we should have our land. And God agreed and said, yes, you should give them their land. And so the daughters in action prompt is, is just to, you know, find, is there a situation where someone's been treated unfairly that you could stand up for them or, or something like that. And just kind of explaining how you can make a difference. And then the creative fun section is just a really sweet, fun way to bring your faith to life. And kids six to 10 years old, which my devotional is geared toward just loves having fun. You know, they love having fun and they love just, you know, finding what fun ways to grow in their faith. So one example is the story of Sarah and Abraham is to create an edible model of the land they traveled. And you can do cupcakes for hills and blue licorice for rivers or graham crackers for, des- you know, the land and chocolates for dessert. And my kids have asked me to do this activity like a million times. So <laughs> they love it, you know, and then there's sweet ones too about sending toys to a hospital if you're not able to bring them in person. And that is connected with the desperate woman and the 12 year old girl who was sick. So there's a lot of deep qualities that show our girls how to make a difference in the world, that it's not just centered around us that I was really passionate about wanting my kids to understand that and to grow in inner beauty and to grow in loving the Lord and loving others, which is just what, you know, the Lord calls us to do. But then also, as I used to be a teacher, I love bringing fun to learning. And that was one of my big goals. So I have reflective and imaginative questions within the stories. So it allows us in the busyness of our day to pause throughout the story and to connect with our girls. Sometimes we just brush over and rush over life. And sometimes we miss the good stuff. And the good stuff is learning about more of who our daughter is and what makes them tick and learning about their hearts. And one simple imaginative question is in Esther, when it talks about her going to the castle. And the next question is, if you had a castle, what would you want it to look like? And then there's deeper questions like in the persistent widow, you know, how God just wants us to keep coming again and again to prayer. And instead of just teaching at them and telling them, well, he wants you to come because he loves you and because he tells us to, because we can grow in relationship and all these different reasons. You say, you ask them why, like, why do you think that? And I'm telling you, I have learned so much from my kids. And I think there's a big reason why Jesus says that, you know, to let the little children come to me and to become like little children, because they have such sweet, innocent answers and they're so genuine and sincere. And I've just, I've learned a lot from my own kids. It's also age appropriate. I found in some devotionals or some books when I was going through them with my kids, some things I had part that I had to skip over. And I'm like, oh, I wish it was not, that part wasn't shared. They're only five, they're only six. They're not ready for that yet. And, you know, I really wanted it to reflect the age group. And so mine is age appropriate. And it's also very scriptural. There are also a lot of embellishments sometimes when we, you know, can read other books, you know, if that's what is intended for the book. For mine, I really wanted it to reflect scripture and there's so much power in the word of God. And so that was another focus of mine. So when we can stop and reflect together and not just teach at, but grow with and learn with, I think powerful things happen. Yeah, that's what I loved about your devotional. It's an interactive devotional. It's not just something you read uh, a Bible story and you answer questions or you discuss what happened in the Bible story. Kids need three-dimensional learning all the time. They need to be active. They need to have hands-on ways to help them retain what they learn. They will remember that story because they're going to remember the cupcakes and the blue licorice and the fun they had with mom. In what ways do you think your book can help transform young girls' hearts? You know, because we all have the sinner's heart. How do you think your book helps to transform that sinner's heart to a faithful heart in the Lord? 
Well, I, you know, I think my big motivation of my book is that they would be motivated by love. When we're just motivated to do, 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 it's absolutely exhausting. So I want their, you know, my goal is for their hearts to be drawn to the Lord. And from the fruit of that comes a desire to want to love him and love other people. So I, I think through my stories, you really get a glimpse of the character of God and what it looks like to follow him. But I asked my editor before when we were getting started in the book process, and I asked her what, why was she was excited and what connected with her about the book. And she said, it shows parents how to disciple their kids. And I loved that answer because it's a step-by-step process. Like I said, it's not a daily one. So it's a process and it takes time. And the devotional, it takes you one step at a time to show you what it looks like to pray. There's a prayer. And then, as I said before, not only is there power in the scripture and the word and the story, you know, because Jesus told stories and then just putting practical steps into action make a big difference. For example, in Ruth, the daughters in action is to write of the fruit of the spirit. That's the memory verse. And you write it on your mirror with a dry erase marker. And then anytime you look in your mirror, you say, Lord, please help me show more patience or whatever it is. And you pray about that and do something throughout the day to try to show that fruit. And I think it would come naturally because we prayed about it. So the Lord Mm -hmm. will allow you to do that. And then at the end of the day, just to talk about it together. So that that's one simple activity. But when you put together the story, the scripture, the prayer, and then there's 40 devotions, you know, it's just, it's a sweet time to grow together for the Lord to take root in your heart, mind, and soul, and just to become more like his heart. And like I said before, the, one of the main goals is I think we're all naturally self-centered <laughs> and selfish. And, you know, Jesus really moves in our heart to show radical love, to fight the current of the world to make a difference, to make a mark for Jesus by showing radical love to the Lord and to those around us. And so how do you do that? Well, this is a really simple way to do that. One step at a time, one daughter's in action prompt at a time, one creative fun at a time. Yes, I agree. It's a very transformative, hands-on devotional for mothers and daughters. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it. And again, yeah. it's the Beautiful Hearted Women of the Bible, a creative mother-daughter devotional, and it's published by Focus on the Family. And I want to thank you, Lindsay, for being on the show and sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you so much for having me. And anybody that wants to, I do continue, you know, I write weekly. If you want to come find me on Instagram or Facebook, I'm at Beautiful Hearted Parenting. And then my website is lindsaydriscoll.com, but no D and Lindsay. (laughs) I know a lot of people mess that up. Well, thank you so much. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.